Hello and welcome to this Thursday, July 25th, I believe. July 25th, 2019 episode of Apple Sidekick. Today's episode is about uh, <clears throat> the Apple TV. Now there's a lot of transitioning happening with the Apple TV because Apple is now open up, opening up a range of support for things. We've seen over the years uh, more support being issued for like Amazon Prime and things like that. So now you have a lot of the same features that the other um, set-top boxes have, but you have something that's considerably more expensive. So what do you get with this added expense? I think the biggest thing that you get is the Apple ecosystem, the Apple experience. Um, but then you, uh, on top of that, you got 4K, you've got advanced features with that, uh, Dolby Atmos, things like that. If you don't think you need the extra features, you probably don't. A majority of people probably wouldn't need the extra features. Now the benefits in the Apple TV really come from integrating with your phone so that you can send your phone screen up there integrating with your iTunes account, integrating with all of those things. Then the single sign-on, I think it's no sign-on now because Apple's trying to make it a complete television experience. I have a television up on my wall, it's a smart TV. I don't have an Apple TV. I had an Apple TV in the past and I like it a lot, liked it a lot and I actually miss it. Now, <clears throat> the reason I don't have one now is just because of the expense. It's $200, I will be adding one. Uh, but for a lot of people, that extra $200, when they're not going to get that much more of a, an experience, like for me, I only use my television for Netflix and I would use it to display my phone or iPad or uh, MacBook screen. Those are the only things I would, I'm gonna use this TV for. So I'm basically paying 150, or actually I think it's more now. So I'm paying that $200 or whatever it is to just get the ability to throw my phone screen up there. I was trying to watch something earlier on here and um, through Chromecast and it wasn't working. The, the YouTube app wasn't sending it up to the TV through VizioCast or something like that. So when you have the Apple TV, you're going to have better connectivity. Now, it doesn't mean that you never have problems because there are problems that sometimes require you to reboot with any kind of device. Um, and that still goes for Apple devices too. Uh, not nearly as much as other devices I found, but it is still something that you occasionally need to do. Now with the Apple TV, I don't know. I, I had like a third generation, it was so long ago that it's even hard to find them now. Occasionally you find them, but even when you do find them, a lot of people still try to sell them for what their original price was. Just because it was a great device, just to be able to throw your screen up there. A lot of people didn't need the storage capacity, 32 gigabytes or 64 gigabytes. I wish Apple would bring back a, a cheaper set-top box. I believe they are now going to be integrating into, into televisions because of Apple TV Plus, which is their subscription service. The Apple TV set-top box has always been just this extra device, and you haven't had much of a need for it unless you were you had a HomeKit house, HomeKit devices around your house, 
or if you needed to um, display the screen up there, or if you just had an extra couple hundred bucks laying around and you wanted the Apple experience. You had Dolby um, Atmos or you had a 4K TV, and originally there weren't other, uh, I think the Apple TV was like the first 4K, I'm not 100% sure. At least with uh, the subscription services, I mean with iTunes and things like that, I know that Apple was really pushing uh, to get 4K out there. So that's one of the beauty, one of the benefits, I guess, not the beauty of it. I mean, it is the beauty of it, it is the benefit of it. The benefit of Apple devices is that you're going to be able to tie into that ecosystem. So if you buy movies on iTunes, rent movies on iTunes, those kinds of things, it's a great experience. Now, I don't know how many people actually do that, that actually pay for that. That's why the Apple TV Plus subscription will be big. Um, Apple Music subscription is big. Having those things to be able to go through your TV, if you have those subscriptions, it's a bigger deal. If you don't have the subscriptions, the less you are into the Apple ecosystem, the less significant the Apple TV is. The more you are in the Apple ecosystem, the more significant an Apple TV becomes. It becomes a hub for your home. You can use that along with your HomePod. It makes it the Apple experience. That's what I like. Apple now has the HomePod for the speaker, the Apple TV to connect to the TV. They've got the music service. They've got the TV service. They've got the whole ecosystem of devices from watch, phone, iPad. I mean, they even went and really designed uh, a pencil that I love. I love the, the pencil experience. I wish I had the pencil too because I think that that would be a, a much better experience. But this was definitely a huge step in the right direction. My point is that the Apple TV is worth it if you're going to use it, if you're going to dive into the Apple ecosystem. If not, probably isn't worth it. There are a lot of cheaper options out there. But there is nothing that compares quite the same. That's the point. It is the best. If you're looking for the best set-top box for streaming, it's going to be the Apple TV. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it, guys. You can start with a, uh, a cheap Roku or something like that, and then as your um, needs increase, then you can always upgrade. That's, that's the one thing. The other competitors are so cheap now that... It's almost like buy the $35 thing now and then upgrade later, <laughs> you know. Uh, and if you have multiple TVs, an Apple TV per device will really add up. So those are my thoughts. Have a good one.